Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode 243 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. This week, guys, we are at... Gossip in the Grain. Yep, that's... It's a local I just want to say Grapes and Growlers, and I don't know why that's... That's up further down the road. There's okay. lots of G... There's also um, Grains of Wrath. That's right. And Camus. Camus, yes. We are not at either of those places, we're though. Not. We're at Gossip in the Grain, which is a tap house that conveniently opened within stumbling distance of my house, which... Literally, if we get too drunk, we'll just walk home. I'll fall asleep I on the sack. I love that. Yes. It, it's glorious. Um, we've taken advantage of it several times. Hey, honey, you want to go for a walk? Yes. Mm. Let's do it. I don't call you honey. I call my wife honey. But I mean, you do call me that at PAX, but... It, it, We're not supposed to talk about that on the yeah, air, Zach. Exactly, yep. Um, so, Tim, what are you drinking? I am drinking Breakside IPA. I don't know if they have more than one. Um, so, hmm. I just grabbed it real quick because we were in kind of a rush to set up. But it's good. Um, you should have that next instead of whatever you're having. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking up what I have right now. Uh, I have... Go look up what I have then. Oh, they don't have it listed. Do you know by, the brewer? I don't. It is an IPA. Oh, here we go. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So this is actually a really cool app. Ooh, this should be our tech talk. All right, I am drinking the. Well, if you're not quite ready. Fremont Brother. Fremont Brother. Okay. Yep. Is it a, just a straight up IPA? It's, it's on an a Imperial IPA. Okay. Uh, Centralia hops, IBU 100, keg 45%, available currently. ABV is 8.5%. It's out of Seattle on the earth, apparently. Nice. Seattle Earth. So mine is uh, Brickside IPA from Brickside Brewery. Nice. It is 6.2 ABV, 70 IBUs. It is a classic craft beer from the Pacific Northwest. With Did you no- say 6.2? ABV, yeah. Yeah, yours is 6.8, buddy. Mine's 6.2. 6.8. Breakside IPA, 6.8. That's funny. We have an inconsistency between our apps. Do. What app are you on? I'm on Untapped. Oh, I am on. Nope. Save it. Okay. We'll have to talk about this. Um, All right. So it's described as a classic craft beer of the Pacific Northwest with notes of evergreen citrus and tropical fruit. It. If I had to. Like, this is like a stereotypical Portland IPA. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, I already, yeah, I had a sample of it. It was good. I liked it. Like, it's. You can buy it's it anyway. It's good. It's, it's just like. It's so middle of the road. It's kind of amazing. It's not going to win an award anywhere. But like, no, it's but like I, a, I would it's a not go-to. be. I would not be mad if I saw it on tap, yeah. especially if it was in a, like a dive bar that didn't have a lot of craft beers. Yeah, exactly. So, cheers, Breakside and Fremont Brother. Fremont Brothers IPA. Brothers okay. All right, Tim. What have you been up to this week? I won a contest. Would you? Uh, Would you win? I won a. Oh right, you won this. I won a. Sick, I forgot all about that. I, I saw won that a, in the I won a I sick like, hoodie. What did you win? So you were promoting your podcast, and you had a giveaway with stickers and stuff. Yeah. And this awesome hoodie that happens to be my size. So exactly. I entered. My daughter entered. We got a couple other people that you don't know to enter. Yeah. Um, I think you got a fairly good traction on your contest. Yeah, I had like over probably close to like 50 people or something. And then you, you texted me randomly saying I won. I'm like, okay, you didn't like just like no i didn't like pull it. my number out of that. Some like dude I, like the rules were because like i had the hoodie at my house mm-hmm. and so whereas like if this would have been like me having to order the hoodie online i could have shipped it anywhere in the world but right. since i had it at my house i had to ship it locally within the usa mm-hmm. um just for you know money sense um and so the first person that won was not within the usa so i hit the random redraw again and you popped up that like, was awesome. Literally, you, not your daughter. I didn't believe you right some at, other at first. I was like, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a sweet hoodie. Um, I gave some of the stickers to my daughter and I kept sweet. some. Um, it says Port Indie Podcast on it, and it's really cool. It's yeah. Got nice. Uh, I like the white zipper. It's kind of. It's I, a decent, like hoodie, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's very comfy. Um, yeah. I don't have one of myself. Everybody else has them, but I don't. Which is weird <laughs> as fuck. That's really weird. Yeah. So. To get you your own hoodie. Yeah. For Christmas or something. Yeah. Possibly. It's messed up. Just um, let me know. I'll give you a discount code. <laughs> sure hey zach um i'm really cheap um so yeah i love it i want a contest i always love winning contests yeah um, it's so weird like i can't remember the last time i won a contest but i do just, like, every like three to five years really probably the biggest one i won was when i won a burger a day from killer burger that what was the fuck that was epic that's really that, I, you could die on that so i made some rules for myself and you can't go every day well i did go almost every day what but I only ate two of the burgers a week. Wait, what? 
Oh, so I, you give them away? I would like message random people on my friends list and say, hey, today's your lucky burger day. Which one do you want? And I would pick it up and drop it off for them. Whoa. I was like a burger fairy. Where the fuck was I? Jesus Christ, dude. I was before I knew you, man. God damn it. Sorry. It was, it was a damn. while back. It was damn. like It was literally like one or two years after Killer Burger started. So that was oh, a while wow. back. That was a while back. But yeah, I just dropped a card in the little bowl and then they called me. I'm like, really? I'm like, sweet. That's so cool yeah, I got hell. not only a burger, but a burger fries and a drink. What? And I would like pick it up. They have multiple locations. I'd pick it up and like randomly just drop it off at this work or the house. I'm like, What the fuck? That was pretty cool. That's cool as hell. Yeah. So I, I typically got about four to five a week. Like, Wow. Um, sometimes I got seven, but that was rare that I yeah. stopped every day. I was between four and six times a week. Wow, that's really crazy. I got a lot of burgers. You got a lot of burgers. You got, they spent a lot of money on that. They did, but honestly, I was the best pick for them because I exposed so many people to their burgers by dropping them off for them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. I that's think really I cool. Yeah. Well, that's what I was up to seven years ago or something. I don't know. Sweet. I don't know. Um, I think you might have infected me with NBA... Or not NBA, uh, Yard Care 2K19. Ooh, that's a bad one. So, after the fun thing I did yesterday, I spent two hours in yard work. Doing, like, why? That's, like, so not like Yeah, me. that's not you. It's not me at all. Well, first, Is this because the high school guy or the college guy hasn't came by and asked, like, to No, okay. Uh, it wasn't too bad as far as mowing. What was bad was there's, like, a bunch of weeds on the side of my house where the uh, gravel is. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't completely do it right. What I did was I pulled the big ones out, and then I just um, weed-aided down to the ground the rest yeah, of them we didn't spray anything i didn't spray anything this time um my neighbors are kind of sensitive for like pesticides um, no they're really nice um we're actually talking about they have the same situation on this, their side of their house mm-hmm. we're talking about getting like just conquering that whole thing over you know how much it costs no it's a tons i mean it's not cheap are we talking multiple thousands? No, not e- maybe one, maybe no, one and a doable, half. doable, especially if we're splitting the cost. And oh, for both of yours? Yeah, but oh, that's gonna be multiple. Why? It's the same job. It's just more material. Exactly. Hmm. I was thinking for years, like, so I got like you know the side of my house that's skinny. Yeah. Um, that you walk down sometimes it has gravel on it, mm-hmm. and uh, extending my patio out to that and then down. Mm-hmm. They wanted like two thousand for that. So well, your area I happen is a to lot know smaller. I happen to know someone in the concrete business, so I will run it by her. She doesn't. Well, you should get me their info then. They're in Oregon. Like I don't they, care. they might help me. I don't know if they'd help you. You should be like. So my best friend Zach needs some help, and then help me. Well, anyway, so I took care of that, and okay. then there's another corner in my backyard um, where I have my goddess statue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or God, rather, he's the god of drinking, yeah, and debauchery. Yeah, I couldn't see the one any- that you randomly picked up for free last year. Yeah, I was yes. like, I couldn't see him anymore because it was overgrown. Oh shit! There was blackberries and there, like a random tree grew over there. What? Yeah, it was. You got to pull that shit. I did. Okay, good. My back is so sore right now. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. I pulled a bunch of that stuff. I, I still have the tree kind of like tucked behind my shed because I don't know what to do with it yet. I just Chop like, it and throw it. Yeah, but that'll take. But that'll take time. It's that big of a you, fucking tree. It's decent size, and my yard debris is so full. Like, oh shit! I had to jump up and down on it. Like it's gonna be fun when I have to move it. Uh, that thing's gotta be like three hundred. I fucking hate when that happens. Oh, it's so heavy right All now. All last summer, I never emptied mine. I just did. I like, put it out last week, but it wasn't the right week. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. See, so, I never emptied mine last year. I just this, like would rotate it. I would just like. It's got compacted it. grass clippings from literally three times. It's got all those blackberries, um, some all those weeds I talked oh, about, Jesus. and then another round of grass clippings from yesterday. It is so heavy. That sucks. It, it's heavier than me for sure. Wow, that's crazy. I kind of wonder I how. I hate heavy. moving that shit. No, I'm gonna be like, yeah, it's gonna be fun. So anyway, I did that, which is uncharacteristic for me. Yeah, that's very uncharacteristic. Um, but before that, we had Adventure Time Tuesday. Sweet. So, um, I think I planned a pretty good one this time. It so, looked fun. Yeah, uh, I didn't wear the kids out, so that was good. We started by going to um, OMSI, and they had an exhibit for uh, the science of Pixar. So there's like lots of lots of stuff that actually would translate to video games too, like textures and like um, just stuff like that, like how you would make something look a certain way. Like you have a wireframe, and you have like how the figures would move, and then you build the the figure around them, then you put a texture on them. Like they showed like the hair physics of. Um, uh, that one movie that I can't remember the name of right now, Redhead, Redhead, Archer, Mom's a... Oh, Brave. Yes, thank you. Um, I just, love Pixar. 
You know what I realized I haven't seen in a while I'm totally ready to see again? Wally. Hmm, I wasn't a huge Wally fan. I love Wally. No, we could fight over that. I mean, I've only seen it once, so maybe if I saw it again, it would be really awesome. I'm not sure. Wally! So yeah. cool. I like Wally. I, I just remember fat people floating around on, like, That's beds. hilarious, though. Yeah, it's so fucking American. <laughs> I know. It's like, so fucking American. This, this could really happen. <laughs> Our planet is literally covered in garbage, yep. and we're all floating on this, like... Exactly. Yeah, it could totally happen. Um, so we started there, and then we had lunch at Norniko just to piss you off. We had yep, some karage, and my son was do you, one. Do your kids actually like ramen as much as you no. enjoy it? No, I didn't. My think daughter so. likes it. My son, your, your get, son probably does not. He got, he, the likes... wa- he got the wagyu beef burger and had the gall to complain about it. It's an amazing burger, and I even took all the fancy stuff off of it, so it was just the meat. And then they brought him. They found some ketchup for him. They totally made it like wow. Yeah. No, I was like going to say your daughter was, probably was huge like, and it looked delicious. enjoyed it, but she doesn't like, she's not like a fan of it. Your she, son, she, I can definitely see she not She had it like the exact it. same way that we do, and she liked it. Yeah. She got full pretty fast, which, oh no, a little bit more for me. Yeah, exactly. I ended up basically, basically with one more piece of pork. Yeah. And a That's little cool. bit of noodles. Um, so we did that, and then we walked across the Hawthorne Bridge and saw the world's smallest park. Right, 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 yes. Which I'd been meaning to take You need them. to break the tree. Oh, you're such a break day. the tree. So sometimes Tim. people decorate that little park like little like yeah, like Christmas time they put like little ornaments and shit on the tree. Yeah, or little fairies like a little village scene. It's it's really cool. There was nothing on there. This no, because people other so is this like it's, other people decorate. It's in the middle of a fucking road. It's in the middle of a crosswalk. It's in the middle of a crosswalk. Yes, in the middle of a road. So there's kind of a median between the two lanes of traffic. There's two lanes of traffic left, two lanes of traffic right, or whatever. Yeah, east west, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then in the middle there's sort of a median, and the median is broken up so a crosswalk can go through it. So technically, you probably could stay there in the middle, but you're going to be in the middle of traffic going both ways. Wow. So, like, you could theoretically have a tea party there. Theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah. So the question is, like, how did this park come to be? I don't know. I mean, we can... We can no, I'm Googling it. Um, but it is the world's smallest actual city park. So um, we did that, and then we went... Um, to Dr. Tung's uh, Dr. Tung's Dr. Tung's Toy Store it's, That's not the full title But He collects like Like vintage toys Like G.I. Joe's And Ninja Turtles And like all the toys You played with as a kid Yes And, and resells them And he's got No It's really cool So we look Does po- he have Zelda stuff? I didn't see any What the fuck Tim? We were rummaging around The cheap bins I found my son A rabbit That screams when you push him That's kind of cool Yeah We found some Toy Story stuff too But it wasn't really Stuff we wanted so I, I just bought the rabbit for him, and then that was like really close actually to the theater we were ending up going to. But before the theater, we went to Fairley's Pharmacy, which is one of the few um, soda jerk fountains remaining in Portland. You went to that last year, I think. Yep. Yep. This is right across. I need the street. to go to it. You should, if, especially if you're seeing a movie across the street. Yeah. Um, we had a chocolate malt and a chocolate coke. Um, it was really good. And then we went to um, Roseway Theater and saw Toy Story. We're <laughs> at three here, but it's four. Oh, I have the history of it. If you'd like to yes, know. Yes, tell us the history of Mill Ends Park. Oh, you called it by the correct name. Congratulations. Well, I did see the sign like yesterday. All so. right. Well, that's good because majority of the population calls it Mills End Park, which is a weird fact because it's actually Mill Ends mm. Park. Um, it's a tiny urban park located in the median of Southwest NATO Parkway. Um, do, 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 do history. Here we go. In 1948, the site that would become Mill Ends Park was intended to be the site for a light pole. When the pole failed to appear and weeds sprouted opening, Dick Fagan, I don't want to say Fagan, but that's basically what it's... His name is Dick Fagan? Yep. He had a hard childhood, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was trying to make it sound fancier, but yes, his name is Dick Fagan. Um, a columnist for the Oregon uh, Journal planted flowers in the hole and named it after his column in the paper, Mill Ends, a reference to leftover irregular pieces of wood and at lumber mills. Fagin's office in the journal building overlooked the median in the middle of the busy thoroughfare that ran from ran in front of the building, then known as Southwest Front Avenue. The park was dedicated on St. Patrick's Day 1976 as the only leprechaun colony west of Ireland, according to Fagan. So. That's two years after my birthday. Huh? Two years after my birthday. I should have a birthday party there. You should. We, we should. I'll bet that's when people decorate it then. With, uh, 
around that time. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, so that's that's really cool though. Yeah. Like just like some random dude was like, you know what? Portland There's supposed to be a, a light pole there. I'm gonna be fucking weird. I'm gonna go put some fucking flowers there. That's an official sign and everything, like a yeah. park sign. We have the largest city park as well. Did you know that? No. Portland. It's a, Is that the one that's like right across from the zoo that has yeah, like Forest the, Park? Yeah, okay. It's tons and tons of acres. Really? They find at least one body a year in there. Uh, no comment. <laughs> Apparently, I have something nine step stops away from my house right now, and that's not very good because my son's sleeping and he's sick. So, mm, yeah. Sorry. Hopefully, they don't ring the doorbell. You know they will. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. That's really cool, man. So, that was an adventure. That time. sounds like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um. I, I want to go back to talk, Dr. Tongue, so that's sure. pretty cool. Yeah, so. it's a little hole-in-the-wall shop, but they have tons of stuff. There's tons of stuff crammed in there. Hmm, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, this week, I also worked in my yard uh, Friday night, so it was actually a really fucking hot Friday. You worked in your yard on a Friday night? Okay, that's just wrong. I mean, what else was I going to do? I can think of a couple I things. had to do Podcast Junkie later. I worked in the yard, so I did that. Um, my fucking lawnmower, I need a new blade on it. It's not it, that hard, is it? Yeah, so, but the nut is, like, locked on there, and I have no way to stop the blade from turning. And so, when I flipped the mower over, it, like, <laughs> leaked all the gas and oil out all over the place. Oh, obviously. And, uh, so I had my wife holding, I told her to watch for the oil coming out. Mm-hmm. And she obviously didn't watch, so it went everywhere. So I had to clean that up. The blade still didn't come off. I had to go buy, like, a vice grip and a piece of wood block to put underneath the blade to stop it oh, from turning. Yeah, I was going to say. But I don't have that, so I got to get that. I could have, like, some blocks of wood around my place. Like, you have to buy a block of wood? If you have a block of wood, that'd be great. I need to get it off. It's just completely torn the shit. Like, when I mow my lawn, mm-hmm. about half of it won't actually be cut, so I have to go over it twice because oh, the blade just so fucked That's up. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine's nicked and everything, but it's not that bad. Mine's pretty much bent um and it's all from the last house it's been this way forever it's just piece of shit and i fucking hate the mower i want a new mower but for as much yard work as you do and as nice as your lawn is you should have a new mower i want a new mower. maybe you should think about that it is but it's also the same price as like the thing that i want to buy for us so yeah yeah so we did that. We didn't do anything on Saturday. Uh, basically, it was late in the backyard. I think Saturday's the day that you came and got the sweatshirt. Honestly, that looked fun, though. You guys were just chilling yeah, in the we backyard. Yeah, were That was fun. Your son was like having a good time, yeah. like pouring water around everywhere. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Honestly, I wish I could have stayed longer, just chilled and had a beer with you, but I, I can't remember what I had something to do. You had to get home, see what your family was up to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's basically going to be our summer this weekend, or this summer. So you guys should come over and just fucking relax. We needed to, like, Pick a Saturday. Obviously not, pick your, pick not a Saturday. this one because yeah. you're, half your family's sick. Half my, well, more than two-thirds of my family is fucking, like, dead. Yeah, that's probably not the best week. Yeah. But uh, other than that, sat, Sunday we woke up, uh, went to church, um, and then came back home. And so took, like, an hour nap, and then we went swimming for the rest of the day. That was fun. Um, and that's all I've really been up to that I can discuss on the podcast. Um, Fair. So... Let's talk about some news. You want to talk about some news? Yeah, I got something crazy. All right. Do you want to lead with that? Or you want me to go in the order we got? You can go in the order you got, I guess. Okay. So, I thought this was funny. This is actually a phone that I looked at getting. And yeah, me too. I'm glad I didn't get it. No, I'm not. I mean, they were just testing something. No. It's no big yeah, deal. Yeah, testing. Yeah. Testing a creepy sure. message. So, what would you, how would you feel if you got a random push notification one morning that just said, Ha 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 ha. Fucking okay. I would not feel okay. <laughs> For a number of OnePlus 7 Pro users Monday, that wasn't a hypothetical question. Some of them got spammed with what OnePlus acknowledged was a result of a botched internal test that led to some global users reporting some bizarre push notifications on their devices. <laughs> some of them, for example, were greeted with a string of Chinese characters that translates to ha 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 in English. Others got a series of Latin alphabet characters. Both caused some users to freak out, wondering if their <laughs> OnePlus had been hacked. So, they were testing something internally and it got pushed out. I don't know. I'm not that freaked out about it, but that is pretty weird. I mean, I get that, like, right now, Google could do that to us. Easily. Just push out a notification. We all get it. So, I almost put this in our news, but it's not really fleshed out yet. Do you know that Google's looking at a different operating system besides Android for their phones? 
What would it be? I don't. It's like it's got a stupid code name now. So the the details are so like thin. I didn't bother, but I think that's kind of interesting. Hmm. So anyway, that's the story. Random notifications. <laughs> you wake up and you're so wake up at three weird. in the morning. Your phone's like, a, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, the next one is one of my favorite comics. Is finally coming. One to of your an, favorite? Like it's, it is my favorite. Probably the only one it's, you really read. Yeah, pretty much. Is finally coming to an end. So the Walking Dead comic ends unexpectedly, which makes sense to me. How many years has it been now? I could look. I want to say like fifteen. Probably close to that. I mean, uh, let me look. things have should come to an end at some point. It, there's no way something can keep going indefinitely and be good. Like okay, yeah, I guess the Simpsons have been all right, but they've definitely dipped in so, quality. So. First one was 2003, I want to say. So that's uh, that's 16 years. 16 years. So, um, you know, it it's crazy, but also it's completely expected. I mean, he never gives you hints of what's going to happen in the comic. Obviously, during the TV show, we can all kind of guess what's going to happen based off of the comic. Um, but in the comics, every single installment or every single you know release is standalone mm-hmm. um so in comic or yeah issue 193 will be the last um and robert kirkman had this to say i can't find uh the walking dead has always been built on surprise not knowing what's going to happen when you turn the page who's going to die how they're going to die, it's been essential to the success of this series. It's been the lifeblood that's been keeping it going all these years, keeping people engaged. It just felt wrong and against the very nature of this series not to make the actual end as surprising as all the big deaths from Shane all the way to Rick. Um, As I worked to come up with ways to expand the series, none of it felt right. Everything felt like an unnecessary detour. It was. For lack of a better word, it was a complete filler. The harder I tried to come up with new places to go with the series, the clearer it was to me that the story needed it and it needed to end. So the cool thing is, like, he had the ending planned out back in 2015. I respect him for not just, like, making filler just to, to spin it longer and make money. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite, um, like, comics that, like, sh- that was in the paper, like the Saturday mm-hmm. morning, um... Was it um, Bill Watterson um, drawing up like now uh, Calvin and Hobbes? Oh yeah. He just decided one day like I'm gonna quit. Like I could probably spin up some more stuff, but I think I've said all that I wanted to say. He just quit. Wow. And like he did like a random special last year with an artist for some cause, but it was just like a one-off, like one page. Yeah. Like, he was done, and he said he was done, and he quit. And yeah. So I've got his collected works, and it's great. But yeah. I respect an artist that realizes that you know. I've kind of said my piece on this bit, and we're going to end it now, and yeah. maybe go on to something else. So I'm interested to see what one night or what that final ep, uh, issue is. So are you caught up? No. How far behind are you? Oh, I'm pretty far, but I know exactly where. I mean, kind of know what's happening in it. So cool. um, I'll just have to get caught up. Um, Tim, what about the next one? So in honor of uh, Stranger Things debuting tomorrow, okay, um, for us. Already, oh, wow. already, oh, de- never mind. already yeah. debuted for you as you're listening to this. Yes. July 4th. Yes. Uh, Stranger Things. What if you could telepathically communicate with your friends and play video games? I mean, they're pretty cool. So, University of Washington, in our state, has created a method for two people to help a third person solve a task using only their minds. How do we do this, Tim? Okay. So, it's a little complicated. It's called BrainNet. Three people play a Tetris kind of game using a brain-to-brain interface. So, as in Tetris, the game shows a block at the top of the screen and a line that needs to be completed at the bottom. Two people, the senders, can see both the block and the line, but can't control the game. The third person, the receiver, can only see the block, but can tell the game whether to rotate the block to successfully complete the line. Each sender decides whether the block needs to be rotated and then pass that information from their brain through the internet to the brain of the receiver. What the fuck? Then the receiver processes that information and sends a command to rotate or not to rotate the block to the game directly from their brain, hopefully completing and clearing the line. 
So the scientists asked five groups of participants to play 16 rounds of the game. Um, for each group, all three participants were in different rooms, couldn't see, hear, or speak to one another. The senders could see the game on a computer screen. The screen also showed the word yes on one side and the word no on the other side. Beneath the yes option, an LED flashed 17 times per second. Beneath the no option, an LED flashed 15 times a second. The fuck? So, yes, 15 times a second. Yeah. No, are you with me so far? Yes. Once a sender makes a decision about whether to rotate the block, they send a yes or no to the receiver's brain by concentrating on the corresponding light. Remember, these lights are a different frequency. Like, so they're just looking at the frequency. I'm looking at yes, yes, yes. We need to rotate this block. Yes, 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 yes. yes and yes. that hopefully their brainwaves sync to that flashing light sequence. Okay? So the senders wore an electrocephalogram cap that picks up the electricity in their brain, and then the lights different flashing patterns trigger unique types of activity in the brain, which the caps could pick up. You still with me? Yes. Okay, they're focusing on the lights. Yep. Caps on their brain's brains. Picking that picking up. Picking that up. Okay. Um... So, as the sender stared at the light, the caps pick up the signals, the computer provided the real-time feedback by displaying a cursor on the screen that moved toward their desired choice. You kind of focus. So, they would just slowly they see would, a cursor start to move in yeah, that direction. Okay, like, yeah. it's a like, Ouija yes, board. Yeah, like, kind of, yes. <laughs> and then, to deliver the message to the receiver, they used a cable that ends with a wand that looks like a tiny racket behind the receiver's head. The coil stimulates the part of the brain that translates signals from the eyes. So, it had this, like, one behind the receiver's head that's like what the fuck yeah i know i know so we essentially they're tri- like all right hey so put a dildo behind their head <laughs> kind of <laughs> we essentially tricked the neurons in the back of the brain to spread around the messages that they have received signals from the eyes participants have the sensation that bright bright arcs or objects suddenly appear in front of their eyes so that's got to be a little freaky like they're basically hallucinating at that point right if the, if the is answer, this like a fucking like an execution like with like the fucking electric chair like whoa. no no it's nothing directly attached to them <clears throat> it's like a wand behind <clears throat> their head so yeah um, anyway it worked so like although there was a lot of equipment in between the two people whatever he's drinking I'll take another one please um yeah and that's in our state I just think that's that's freaking fucking amazing insane and kind of you know what University of Washington has some really crazy things they're trying to do mm-hmm. and uh some of them are for, like, diseases and, like, things like that. And some of these are, like, just, like, really out of, like, pushing the human limits, which are really cool. So. So what's your story that's hey, sort of also related to Stranger Things? Hey, Tim. Yeah. At Oak Ridge National Laboratory in eastern Tennessee, mm-hmm. a physicist, Leah Broussard, is trying to open a portal to a parallel universe. Okay, I've seen Stranger Things season one and two. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, I have you disagree. Heard of the, have you heard of the Upside Down? I think that we need to open the Upside Down. Why? Because it's fun. It's not fun. It's fun as fuck. People get torn to pieces. It's uh, it's amazing, actually. Okay. So It's Howard- amazing, and you can flash lights on the other side. Just through your brainwaves. 15 seconds, 15 times per second or 17. <laughs> exactly. She calls it the oscillation. That would lead her to the mirror matter, but the idea is fundamentally you the same. notice all of these things relay on, like, wavelengths? Yes. Yeah, okay, in a series of experiments she plans to run at Oak Ridge this summer, Brossard will send a beam of submatic particles down a 50-foot tunnel past a powerful powerful magnet and into an impenetrable wall. If the setup is just right and if the uni- universe cooperates, some of these particles will transform into a mirror image version of themselves, allowing them to tunnel right through the wall, and if that happens... Broussard will have uncovered the first evidence of a mirrored world right alongside yeah, our own. and possibly open the portal to hell. That, that's, Tim, Tim, that, that woman we, right there is not going to open a portal to hell. She doesn't mean to. Hell is paved with good intentions, my friend. This is how the video game Doom starts. Literally. I mean, she does look like a Doom this agent. This is pretty much how Doom starts. They try to harness energy from another dimension. Oops, that dimension is hell. Oops. They don't like it when we do that. Oops, they come out and eat us all. Like, Oops, they're happy we let them out. Oops, the, they're like the pilgrims are bringing us a new Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, we're the dinner. Well, that is a small point <laughs> in this whole matter, Tim. I don't want to be a turkey it's dinner. It's a pretty wacky loser, loser, idea turkey dinner. Broussard said of her mind-bending exploration, the mirror world, assuming it, assuming it exists, would have its own laws of mirror physics and its own mirror history. And probably and its own morality that's m- fine with eating people. 
I mean, there are some parts on this earth that that is fine. So the, all we have to do is go to those parts on this earth, and it'll be fine. You open that door, you don't get to control where it goes. You wouldn't find a mirror version of yourself there, and no evil Spock with a goatee. Sorry, Star Trek fans. But current theory allows. What allowed. if evil Tim hey, is hey, stronger hey, than? Hey, hey. Or, wait, what if I'm evil Tim? Maybe we're the evil version. But current theory allows that you might find a mirror atom in mirror rocks, maybe even a mirror planets and stars. Collectively, they could form an entire shadow world, just as real as our own, but completely cut off from us. I've seen the shadow world. It's creepy. There's lots of monsters with no faces that eat you. This is a pretty straightforward experiment, and we have cobbled together with parts we've found lying around using experiment and resources we have already had available at Oak Ridge. We just got to put this together last minute with some stuff we found. Tim, this all seems extremely scientific. <laughs> Does she have a date when she's going to do this? Um, I just want to know like, when I had to wrap up my affairs by. Let me, let me, 10 seconds that rocked physics. Um, no, just sometime this summer. Just get your shit wrapped up before this all happens, man. Yeah, maybe you should purge, or not purge, uh, binge uh, season three of Stranger Things, because you might not be able to get to it all by September. <laughs> Life on the far side, despite their conceptual simplicity, both Broussard's and Kirk's experiments are extremely delicate undertakings, dependent on assessing the strange behavior of a few subatomic particles within a crowd of billions. Um, I'm not seeing a date. I don't see a date. So. Okay. Well, it'll be a surprise for all of us. Well, we've been talking science already, but you want to talk some tech? Yeah, let's talk some tech. All right, Tim. So, earlier in this show, we had, we had a, a, a discrepancy. Different, yeah, we so, did. I use untapped to look up beer, and then I check into it. I use digital pour. Okay, so that helps you find beers. It helps you find beers, and it helps you find locations. Um, like right now, I'm at Gossip in the Grain, and it gives me all of their beers, tells me what their keg levels are at, and tells me what number number they are on the board. Mm. And you can do it by tap, style, ABV, IBU, on deck, on tap. So we can, we can check out what they have coming up. So like right now here at Gossip and Grain, they have Teton Cranberry, Alter Ego, Wild Ride, Gigantic, Georgetown. Did you um, see that stout? I was going to look at that stout. Uh, on tap or current? On, on tap. No, on deck or on tap? On tap. Okay. No, I haven't. I'm talking about on deck right now. Oh, okay. On deck means they got these kegs in the back. They're waiting to be tapped. But so that's like, that's like aggravating because they're not, they're not tapped yet. What if I really want one of those? Yeah, but I mean, at least you know what the hell they're going to have. That's true. So, um... D's Wicked Baked Apples, is that what you're talking about? No. No, that's a cider. Oh, I, I know what it is. but I'm not All right, so we're going to go by style. All right, so you're talking, you want a uh, kombucha? They have a kombucha no, here. They no. have a kolsch. They have a mead. They have a red. They have a sour. They don't have uh, Hefeweizen Cider Amber Ale. Which one are you talking about? Stout. I just saw it on the board. Are you saying your app is not current? Ooh, my app. Well, my app's not current. They have 22 of them, and I have one through 22, so I'm really confused. But maybe this. App. So on my app, Untapped, I just unlocked a badge. So it's like a check-in app. Like, yeah, Untapped. Uh, untapped is awesome. Untapped is a completely different. Yeah. So they do have the thing where you can like um, look up a beer and then try to find where it's at. Well, that's cool. But I feel like digital pour is way better than that. Yeah, well, digital pour, you're you're not looking for specifically beer. You're looking up but You can look up tap for rooms. Beer. Well, yeah, you can. But like, I look it up for tap rooms, and then you can see what they have on tap. Yeah. So. Um, my wife has actually used digital pour before to look up the cider and know if she wants to go out that night. So. Huh. I would say, from a business point of view, digital pour might be more valuable. It's also uh, a lot more rare, I found. A lot yeah. of places don't have it. That's true. Technology-based, I guess. I kind of wish these two companies would, like... Merge. Yep. So, let's take a break. Let's refill our glasses with something from this list. All right, sounds good. We'll be right back. All right, we'll be right back, guys.
And we are back. Tasty treats in hand. Second half brought to us by whatever the fuck Tim was drinking. First half is what I'm having this half. I, I, I got a nice beer. The stuff that you couldn't find on your app? Yes. Well, I found it, by the way. Okay. But so I had to, it I had is to like, app, hold your hand and show you. Yeah. It's called Grand Mammy. Grand Mammy. It's also from Brickside. Yep. It's also um, a billion dollars. It's, well, yeah, it's not cheap. It's, it's um, nine bucks a pour. Yeah, for a smaller pour, 12 ounce pour. But it's an imperial double stout. It's been aged in oak. It is so fucking smooth. It's very smooth. It's like chocolate on my tongue. It's only 33 IBUs. It's 9%, so it's strong. But you cannot taste it's that strong. alcohol. You cannot taste that alcohol. It's so smooth. It's like velvet on my tongue. That's the worst part about stout sometimes. You can really know, fuck yourself. Mm. Or unfuck your anger. <laughs> you could. You could. We can get to that if you want. No. You're going to skip that? Yep. Okay. All right. We're eliminating Kickstarter because we're recording live. Um, so we're only doing one each. Yep. And uh, speaking of that, are you ready to kick it? Let's kick it. Fuck, that was backwards. That's fine. Oh, well. All right, Tim. This week, I got Mike Me or Mick Me. I think, I think it's Mike Me. I think it's Mike Me. A smart way to record audio for your videos. I'm going to go ahead and let them play it. Content creator, journalist, filmmaker. Labels don't matter. What's important is your story. Say hello to Mike Me Pocket, the world's first fail-safe audio recorder and clip-on microphone that wirelessly connects to your phone. Focus on your story and never worry about audio again. If you shoot videos with your smartphone, you'll love Mike Me Pocket for creating short social content. Hey guys, we're at Lighthouse Festival hanging out in the sun and testing the new Mic Me mic. It delivers the best sound for your social stories because you pick up the sound right at the source. Plus, the audio is automatically in sync with your smartphone video. With the dedicated Mic Me app, you post directly from your phone. You'll be done within minutes. It's so important that everything I bring is very lightweight. So I don't bring any of this audio gear. I'm just bringing two Mic Me Pockets and the phone that I already have on me, and I'm good to go. Even in challenging shooting situations, Mic Me Pocket is your go-to audio device. The most important thing for documentaries is actually that you don't have to worry about audio. It just has to be plug-and-play and work because I'm actually busy filming. It's really, really practical because I'm controlling the audio through my phone. I'm uh, leveling it here, and I can hear what he's saying. And now I have my hands free. It's also recording on the device itself, so it's fail-proof. It has a double backup already. What's more, you can handle multiple Mic Me Pockets at the same time with just one phone. Mic Me Pocket will transform the way you film. For live streams, there's no need for big equipment or big teams anymore. We're here to talk about our new product, the Mic Me Pocket. With the Mic Me Pocket, you can share your content easily and quickly to the world. Stream live to your social channels without losing any audio quality. Mic Me Pocket. Reliable, smart, compact. Give your story the sound it deserves. So as you guys just heard, Mic Me is an awesome way to get excellent audio on a mobile device um, to sync up with video. Plus it keeps a copy of the audio within the device in case something happened to your phone app. Exactly. Um, so the Failsafe wireless audio recorder and clip-on microphone to add professional sound to any video works with cameras and smartphones. How cool would this be at PAX, Zach, for interviews? This would be fucking amazing. So you could like hold your phone. Record the interview. Our, our phones have really great cameras. Yeah. But when you're in the PAX environment, like, you want a mic right you on the person. You want a mic on them. Yeah. And this is, like, we have mic options, but they're bulky and kind of, like... They're super fucking bulky, and they're big, if, and they're heavy. But if we could just clip a mic onto someone's collar and say, okay, here you go, just talk. talk. That's it. Yep. Um. Oh, my God. This is so fucking tempting. 20 days ago, it will not be here in time for PAX. That's the thing. 296 backers, 
They're looking for... Okay, so I should say that they are hailing out of Vienna, which I think is Austria. Mm-hmm. Um, and... A lot of engineers in Austria and Germany. Yep. Um, so they're looking for... 45,150 Australian dollar or Austria dollars. Deutschmarks. Deutschmarks. Um, and they're currently at 107,771. So double that? Um, double plus? Oh, yeah, double plus. Um, and the crazy thing about this, guys, is for 281 US dollars. You can get one MicMe Pocket Pro, 16 gigabyte, a MicMe standard clip-on microphone, and a MicMe App Pro 12-month subscription. Not even a lifetime subscription. There's a free version of the app. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay. You can look into that. There's. You can look into that. There is a free version. Okay. Um, 363 is the standard price. So for 363 US dollars, that's the standard price if you don't get it. Um, the professional kit is 654, and it's two of everything, but still only a 12-month subscription. To the pro. To the pro. Um, so Zach, we need 1,200 dollars. As cool as this is, I really want that soundboard. I hear you. I like that should have been our, our tech talk. Our <laughs> what we really want. Post packs, like daily recaps. Okay. How all about we done? How about we commit to making it happen somehow? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, we'll, uh, we'll do a lemonade stand. We'll do a lemonade stand. We got this. Um, Tim. What do you got? I got the Smart Belt 3.0, the most Ooh, funded. Shit, that's smart. The most funded accessory in history. Um, so they've already done the Smart Belt one and two. They've was been. Was this more funded? Oh yeah, way this, more funded. Never mind. This is the most funded accessory in the past, like for clothing, ever. Um, so I'll let them talk about it for now. Hello, Kickstarter. If you're wondering what could be so great about a belt, we're here to tell you. You may already know about the Smart Belt, as it has been backed by 36,000 people over the last two years, making our belt the most funded fashion accessory in history twice over. We have four innovations found together in no other product. First, we have eliminated the five-hole system with an infinitely adjustable and incredibly exact track and ratchet buckle. Going from holes two and a half centimeters apart to only five millimeters, that's 500% more adjustability and with a longer track, you have twice the range. For perfect comfort. Imagine having a big meal and feeling tight. You go one hole up and your pants fall to your ankles. No more. Take up and down a bit just as you need as your needs change depending on your position and time of day. 96% of our past backers say they never realized how much better a belt can be until they got their smart belt. Another level of freedom and comfort for any activity. A second innovation is the Kevlar core that we added inside of our belts. We are the only licensee of DuPont authorized to make belts with the Kevlar brand. Belts wear out because they dilate and contract at a microscopic level. Kevlar, combined with vegetable tanned leather, makes for an ultra-durable belt, like nothing you've ever owned before. You will never need a next belt. It's guaranteed to be your exact size when you get it, because you will cut it exactly as you need it. No wrong size, just DIY cut your leather strap to size. Speaking of leather, we have taken great care to source the most rare and exquisite traditionally vegetable tan top grain leather. This type of leather is only made in a handful of places in the world and used only in ultra high-end products. It will come with a certificate of authenticity and serial number. For the third version of the Smart Belt here on Backer Request, we have added an exquisite line of leather that we call Gator. You will have six options of leather in two finishes and three colors for each. We've chosen to keep our full range of buckles in three colors and two styles. With 36 possible combinations, the Smart Belt will match any outfit and setting. We will start shipping the belts out at the end of August in order of backer number, so pledge now to get it sooner. With our track record and extensive experience with mega projects, we ship on time as we have done in the past. Shipping is friendly to most countries, and no backer is left out. Don't forget, you have a money-back guarantee. 
We were happy to see our satisfaction survey last year got our happy customer level to 96%. And the 97% of smart belt owners think it is better than any other belt. Just relax and get one. It will upgrade your daily level of comfort more than you can imagine and you will be amazed at how good it looks and how long it lasts. Don't take our word for it. Listen to backers that already have it. Hey guys, I just wanted to show that these are the best belts that you could get out there in the market. Just go for it. Don't think. Get it. So I got my belt about six months ago and I love this thing. One of the things I love is that there's been no wear and tear on my belt, which has always been my biggest problem. And the other is just how easy it is to adjust it. I find myself, when I'm sitting down, I'll loosen it up a little bit. When I stand up, I can give it a good snug adjustment. It's super easy. I love this thing. Hi everyone, I've been wearing my Smart Belt 2.0 since the Kickstarter and I love it. It fits perfect and the quality is great. Pick one up. Not easy to find a belt that matches your illustrious blue beard. It's Smart Belt delivers. It's easy to put on and I like it a lot and I want more, so please make more in different colors, even though blue is amazing. Thank you. What I like about Smart Belt 2, innovative buckles, fine Italian leathers, multiple colors, and just pure performance and convenience. Hello everybody, the Smart Belt 2.0 is the best belt I ever had because it fits. Hi, Smart Belt 2.0. This belt is infinitely adjustable and super comfortable no matter how thick the pants you're wearing, if you're wearing a t-shirt, Previously, I'm having difficulty to find a nice belt for me because sometimes I lose weight, sometimes I gain weight. With this Smart Belt 2.0, solve all my problems. Smart Belt 2.0, great leather and easy to use. Hi, I'm wearing the Smart Belt, and this is actually the one of the absolute smartest belts you can ever have. Easy to take off, and it's also so easy to put on. I love this click, um, as you know, I mean, you can have the different sizes during the day or during the night. Um, I've used it a lot. Uh, it holds on perfectly. Perfect fit every time. I just love it. This is my small belt 2.0, which I got almost half a year ago, and since then I wore him almost every day. I'm still happy with the quality and the functionality and a bit sad that I haven't bought one more. Well, uh, ever since I got it a couple of months ago, uh, it shows no signs of wear or tear and uh, it's really easy and comfortable to use. Uh, you just put it on and you zip it shut. My only regret is that I didn't get to buy more uh, of the belts because they had uh, they had some really nice models. So I'm looking forward for the smart smart belt 3.0. Cheers. About this belt, I don't need to buy any more belts. They're so nice and durable. Tim, what makes it so special? Um, what makes it so special is it doesn't have holes. Um, it adjusts with a track in the middle. And you get a wide range, and it adjusts really quickly. So, like, say you want to sit down and re like relax the belt a little bit, and then when you, s you get up, you cinch it again, and it, it does it on the fly, like super quick. Um, you also get the premium leather that doesn't crack like the crap you get at Sears or whatever. Well, Sears is Walmart. Like Walmart. Down to the Walmart. So it's good Italian leather. It's engineered well. It's got a nice system for cinching up and cinching down. Um, they were looking for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> They've got twenty-two days to go. They are currently at seven hundred eighty-four thousand six hundred fourteen dollars with eight thousand and seventeen hundred seventeen backers. Um, there's still some early birds left. Six at the time of this recording for fifty-nine dollars. And fifty-nine dollars for a quality belt is not obscene. That's pretty standard. If you miss the early bird, which you probably will if you're listening to this podcast, the three the standard is uh, seventy-five dollars, fifteen dollars more. Which is still not bad for a decent one. Um, there's an early bird discount for 118 for two, and there's nine left right now. And then the granddaddy of them all, if you somehow wanted four of these things, maybe for Christmas or something. Oh, I also think it's cool they don't have sizes. 
Yeah, you, one size fits all. No, you get it and you trim it and then you put it into the receiver. So you actually cut the leather and then trim it and put it into the, the clip or whatever. Mm. So whatever size you are, it'll fit. And then you'll still have a range, like a good five, six inch range to adjust huh. to, even if you lose some weight, gain some weight. Um, they have all different kinds of textures and uh, colors. So they're not only just like brown and black, but there's like matte, there's like patterns. There's a lot of different variations you can get. Okay. Um, it looks really nice. Um, I am tempted. Probably won't, but I'm tempted. It's <laughs> really nice. It's got a Kevlar core, dude. I mean, how cool is that? That's pretty like, cool. If I like get a bullet in the right spot, I could be safe. Maybe. Tim, I'm going to shoot you right above your <laughs> dick. Thank you for not shooting at my dick. <laughs> so anyway, that's Smart Belt 3.0. Uh, check it out. Um, looks like a really nice belt. All right. That's a Kickstarter. All right, Tim. You have two blank spaces for games you've been playing. I'm Cause really I, fucking curious. Because I downloaded some games and I never got to them. That's, uh, I'll talk about them, I guess. So I've been playing some more Cadence of Hyrule. Um, dance, and I, dance, 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 so I don't dance. suck as much as Are I... Are you trying to get rhythm? Well, you, you, Are you becoming no. medically correct? No, like after the quick play video we did and post yeah. on the buttspecials.com. Um, you YouTube. just switched it over to non-rhythm? No. Oh. I kept playing, but I got better. Um, I just got better. Also, I got some heart containers, which helped. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually went on a streak where I didn't die for like an hour and a half. Whoa, shit. And I actually got like 600 rupees. And like bought How big is this game? It's not that big. Like I've So actually... you pretty close to the end. No. So I've unlocked the entire overland map but there's several spots where i'm like i'm not sure how to open this yet so i'm at i think there's four dungeons or four big bosses and i'm at the point where i'm about to take on one of them okay i've I've basically unlocked the whole overland map so i would guess i'm somewhere in the neighborhood of an hour and a half or two hours away from beating this game and i'd say it's probably like a six hour game roughly but it's a lot of fun yeah Um, if you're a zelda fan um, especially an old school Zelda fan like the original Legend of Zelda or Link to the Past, yeah. definitely get this game. Okay, so the games I downloaded and didn't get to. Um, the PlayStation Plus pulled a fast one at the last second. July, it was supposed to be two games. Um, yeah. One's like a racing game that sort of reminds me of... Yeah, and FIFA. Or not FIFA, it is uh, Pez. Yeah, they switched it last second. It's not Pez anymore. It's not Pez. No. It's um, Detroit Become Human. No. Yes. Is Pez also included? No. Detroit Become Human Deluxe Edition, which includes Heavy Rain. What the? F- Wait, are they associated? Yeah, it's the same company. They made both Quantic Dreams. Oh, but made- they don't like they don't go into sequence or anything. No, not at all. Same same developer, same type of game in a way. But not same world, not same no. people. I mean, theoretically, because Quantum or uh, Detroit Become Human is like in the near future. Okay. Could be the same world. I guess yeah. But they're not directly connected. Okay. So this is a game I've kind of wanted to play, but not really wanted to spend money on. Yeah. So it's perfect. I'm really excited so about that. So now you own this forever? Well, as long as I'm a PlayStation Plus member. So there's that caveat. Yeah. And I've been struggling. Like, do to I really want... It. Right. But they go on sale a lot. So for $40 a year, if I get two games that I want, I think it's so worth it. This would be the first one this year. Which is really shitty because the year's almost up. It's halfway over. So I'll give them a chance. We're on the seventh month. We're over halfway. But like, like Conan Exile or whatever, or whatever garbage. Because there's only two games a month now instead of six. Conan Exile, dude. You get like a platinum easily. Yeah, but it's a fake platinum. I don't yeah, know. but I did that for, I did that for Airbender like that. on Xbox. Did you really? Yeah, you literally, to get a thousand achievement points on Airbender, you would just like press A and like keep attacking and you'd get it in like five minutes. Oh, Jesus. It was so dumb. Okay. So that's the first game I wanted to play. The other game I wanted to play that I haven't... Fuck, I forgot it. Uh, it's also on PlayStation. Red Dead Redemption 2. No. I still want to get back you to... Re- should play that. I still want to get back to Resident Evil 2. I need time to play games. I didn't get a lot of time to play games this week. I think I'm going on to play games after this. <sighs> I, think that's what, I doubt I can convince my wife to do that. Nope, you guys gotta go out to dinner. That's fine. And then your daughter has some like really weird shit going on. I don't understand any of it. Yeah, you, you have Fucking that to look teenagers. for. Yes, you get to become a taxi driver. I feel like, I feel like, boy teenagers aren't as bad. They're bad in different ways. Yeah. They like don't clean their room and they. No, no, yes, but as in like the non-communicating, straightforward. I feel like they're not as bad. You think boys communicate better? You're fine. I feel like I communicated way better than your daughter did today. 
Well, we're more direct and easy, I guess, but they're we're also... We're just, like, straight shooters. We're just like, this is what we yeah, want to fucking do. boys can retreat to their cave and, like, not communicate at all. It's true. So there's that. That's true. It's not easy either way. Oh, man. I don't envy you guys. Two of them. Fuck. <laughs> Welcome back to our life talk. Yep. Luckily, your daughter does not listen to this anymore. She thinks we're lame now. It's okay. It's okay. Anyways... So what's another game? I can't remember. God damn but it. It's on I was trying to stall for time there. I appreciate it. It's on PlayStation. I downloaded it. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Dream, See? Dreams. Dreams. Oh, I nice. finally bought Dream, Dreams. Like chapters? Like Dreamfall no. chapters? No, 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 no. The um, the new game from Ooh, Media Molecule. Oh, yeah. The one that you just make your own shit? Yes. So I downloaded it. Cause it's and so you can download other people's shit they've created. Yes. So did I, you get... Uh, I haven't had time to play it. That's the uh, thing. Oh, okay. So... I kind of want to find where, like, people talk about, like, the games that are cool. Like, there's got to be, like, a list somewhere on the internet. Like, Well, somebody's, like, recreated that one that you can't get on PlayStation anymore. Um, they're, like... Oh, yeah, the um, the horror game. Yeah. Uh, I know what you... PT. Yeah, PT. Yeah. And, uh, actually, someone made Mario Maker 2. No way. Actually, in the game? No, I'm wrong. That's actually in Little Big Planet. I think they made that. They made the Same Big company. Planet. Okay, yeah. But... I'm excited to check this out. I don't know if I'll actually ever make anything in it. Wait, is Little Big Planet the same people that make Mario Maker? No. Oh, okay. They're the same people. Then it's never mind. Okay. They are also have a, a, a Dream is the same company that makes I Little Big Planet. I think so. I could be wrong on this. Media Media Molecule also made several other games, and I think Little Big Planet is one of them. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But but they have a really robust creation system, like. Like, a lot of people are praising it for all the options. You can bring in, like, stuff from outside, like, stickers and That's textures. Sweet. and Yeah, Little Big Plan, man. Okay, cool. Tearaway. You like Tearaway? Tearaways, I have a... Cu- I have you a love s- Tearaway. I have a Vita uh, cartridge. Um, the cover is signed by all of the creators of it. What? Yes. How? I won a contest. What I'm telling fuck? you, every three to five years, I win an episode. I remember when you got Tearaway, and you were super stoked about it. That's literally right when we first met. Right. Yeah. And because it was signed by literally everybody on the team of Media Molecule. And you haven't won anything since. And tell me. Thank tell you. Tell you, yes. yes. Uh, Congratulations. Literally, literally every three to five years, That's I win, I win something epic. That's awesome. So I'm kind of screwed for the next three or five years, I think. Eh, I mean, that's cool, but it's not epic. So maybe it was something else. The Terraway is fun because it like used everything on the Vita from the yeah. camera. Like the back pad. I remember you showed me the, like, the back pad. It was, was really, really cool. cr- it was really creative. I still love that game. All right. No, I want to play that game. I just want to play a video game. I want to like have a, Me too. a, a video game vacation. Yeah. All right, that's all I've been playing. I played Red Dead Redemption 2. What did you do? So, literally, say, fuck the like missions, and I just started like filling out the map, exploring parts that you're not supposed to be at yet. You were trying to do that last time we talked, so yeah, did so, you have any success? So, I didn't find the horse. Okay. Um, so, what I did is I downloaded, because I got the special edition... So I downloaded, I hurried up, hooked up my PS4 to the internet, downloaded the special edition patch, installed it, unconnected my PS4, declined the update that was there so I could still do the hacks on it, Okay. and then got the horse that came with the special deluxe edition. So the horse is about the same as what I was trying to get. I'm still going to try to get the white horse, Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to go explore, so I went down to like the swamp area, and there's some really fucked up shit down there that only happened once later on in the game but seems to creepily happen quite a bit in the uh, first or second chapter what creepy stuff there's like people wearing other people's faces out in the swamps kind of like the pizza face in a kind of borderland yeah and like ladies crying on the side of the like like in the like in the middle of the night it was like two o'clock in the morning I was riding my horse isn't that like the setup for a for a bandit raid like a woman's like saying she's in trouble, and then you say, "What do you need?" And then like bandits jump out of you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that happened, and then there was like another one. I was like riding through like the like swamp area, and the, she was like, "Come to me, come to me." And I was like, "No thanks." And she's like, "You're coming towards me," and I was like, "What the fuck?" And, like, it was kind of quiet. It started getting so, louder and louder. And then she, like, started, like, maniacally laughing. And then I got, like, fucking surrounded by a shitload of people again. So, geez, like... That's creepy. Yeah. 
And then, did it matter which direction you moved? Like you were, no matter what, you're heading closer. Mm, no, when I turned around, it started to get quieter. So I turned back around and started following it towards it again. So, of course you did. <laughs> I was like, I gotta figure out what the fuck this is. I was good, like, this is job, this is literally the reason why I restarted the game was like to find this like weird shit that I had like not came across yet. Okay. Well, I'm um, glad you are then. So I uh, did that, and then there was like a dude camping in the same swamp area, and I was like, well, this is gonna be like a fucking trap. So I drew my gun, like snuck up on him, and he was he said the night people had stolen his property. So that he wanted me to help him cover the night people. So I almost shot him like 12 times thinking he was the night people. Um, because I'd already like fallen for like this like helpless woman like in the middle of the road crying like once. And then like the following the voice and stuff. And then I came across him. Um, turns out he's not part of the night people. He gladly let me kill everybody that came towards him. So um, that was weird. But also like walking through the swamp, I found like a bunch of bodies hanging from trees. That like I never saw before, which is really fucked up. So I want to I like, I save there because I had to get off. Um, I'm gonna explore that area more and see if I can figure out what the fuck's going on. There's like literally like people hanging upside down, people like lynched from trees, people's like random bodies, like heads just hanging from tree limbs, and like just weird shit in the middle of the swamp. Um, Sounds like your kind of place. Yeah. Another weird thing I found that uh, apparently has always been there is. I've always heard there's a rumor there's a serial killer inside Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, no way. Like, the first serial killer in the United States. Okay. Um, Who's well, that? I it, I don't know. Is it a real person? No. I think it's like, they're oh, okay. claiming it's like the first person. Oh, okay. um, it's not based off of, I mean, I got to do a little more research. It's probably based off of somebody. Probably not the first one. Um, but based off of somebody. Um, I feel like in the Old West, a serial killer could have done pretty much whatever he wanted. So, like, this one is like really off the beaten track like there's like one way back to like your first like well your second like hideout in the game that you get to like outside of valentine the first major town you get to is called valentine you have a hiding like hideout place kind of near it and there's like one major path that i've always taken back to my hideout camp and i don't know if that just it just seems like it's the most common sense way to travel between your camp and valentine um but if you kind of go off the beaten path, you have to go underneath this railroad track. And I was riding my horse. It was the middle of the day. And I noticed there was, like, a bunch of, like, weird shit on the ground. So, like, I got off my horse to kind of, like, look at it. It's, like, blood all over the place. And there's totally a decapitated, like, severed body. Like, arms on the ground. His torso's hanging from, like, underneath the bridge. And, like, his head is on a, like... You know those, like, big wooden pikes that hold bridges up? Mm-hmm. Like, in the Old West? Yeah. His head is in there, and, like, a spikes drove through his mouth. Jeez. Like, holding his head up there. And there's, like, a note with, like, a map on it. So, I think I found, like, my very... Like, I've heard there... I've heard there's a vampire... It sounds like a start of a quest, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But, like, it didn't open up anything for me. Nothing. Well, there's a map, though, right? Yeah, there's a map. So, I gotta go there. Um, so, I've heard there's a serial killer, and I've heard there's a vampire. <laughs> a vampire. And a Bigfoot, somewhere. They do Bigfoot a lot in they their games. They do every like, single Rockstar game has a Bigfoot in it somewhere. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Is there one in Bully? Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. We should give I like Bully a lot. Bully that's, was a lot of fun. I heard Bully the, 2 got canceled, which I'm really sad about. That's the only Rockstar game I've actually completed. Oh, really? I never really? completed it, but I loved it. That was good. Yeah. Um, so I'm really interested to go to that part of the map. I did find, like, I think it was part of... Um, the serial killer mission my last playthrough, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find any part of maps or like leading. I just found a dead corpse in the middle. Like it was all like strewn apart and like ripped apart. Um, it's messed up. So yeah. Randomly come across though. Um. So, yeah, I'm excited to jump back in it and play a little bit more and see where I go. I'm not like really. I'm focusing on the mission points to where like things line away, like line up. Like I finally did enough missions to be able to do that gold glitch. So I had gold. So I went out and bought myself, like, a nice set of pistols and things like that so that, like, doing this weird shit is a little bit easier for me. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting and a lot of fun. So, Cool. Yeah. I like the Old West. I wish I was in the Old West. Yeah, I know you do. If, if that, like, if this, like, mirror world thing happens, I hope they're in the Wild West and I'm going to go through the mirror. But why would it be a different timeline than this? I don't know, but I really hope it is. Okay. So. Well, I... That's an unlikely outcome. Like, it's going to be a negative outcome. But if it's positive, I hope that happens for you. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you very much, Sam. 
Hey, team, you want to talk about games that are getting released? Yes. There's one I want to play. Red Faction Gorilla Remastered? I wouldn't mind playing that again. I've never played that game. Well, it's cool. I had a friend that had it. I think I have it on PC, but I never played it. You should play it on PC because it's not going to look as good on the Switch. What's cool about it is you can walk up with your... And just smash anything, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. It was like the first game of that kind. I'm really sad with all our computing power that we have not... Like, Crackdown 3 was supposed to go in this direction. It really didn't. Like, you should be able to just... Like blow, Destroy anything. There right. was a battlefield where you could like literally drive a tank and blow a hole in any building. Any building? Any building. Okay. Uh, like the red-colored brick buildings? No. Okay. That's what I really... I, I played... I finished that game. It was great. It was fun. Which one? Uh, the... Crackdown? No. Or no, the uh, Red Faction? Yes. Yeah. I, I would play it again. I just don't think I'm going to play it on the Switch. Like, I want some better textures. Yeah. I never really got in the Red Faction games, um, but... That's the only good one, is that is one. It? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy XIV, which would be what? That's uh, 14. 14? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadowbringers, PC, PS4. Pure Mahjong, Nintendo Switch. Pass. Stranger Things 3, the game. Interested. Nintendo Switch. It's like a 16-bit PS4, looking Xbox like RPG. One, PC. I thought you played this on your P- on your Android. Uh, two. This looks more comp. Like, I played some some ones on on mobile. Yes, this looks better. Although similar, um, it's two-player on Switch, which okay. makes it really attractive to me. Yeah, so. no joke. That'd be sweet. Uh, re- what remains of Edith Finch, Nintendo Switch. Combo, postage, PC. Uh, they are billions, Xbox One, PS4. Attack on Titan 2, Final Battle, PS4, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch. And Sea of Solitude. That's what I want to play. What's that? It's coming out the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, by the way. It's an EA original. So EA has done one other original. I'm drawing I think it's Children of Light, but I could be wrong, um, where they basically sponsor like an indie developer and help develop it. So it's like a project that they think is cool, and they throw their their money and their marketing behind it. And they actually, from what I've heard, they actually give a, like they don't demand like a ton of money on the back end. They Hmm. actually help the developer out. And take a reasonable cut, and um, they're actually pretty cool about it. So I gotta get props to That's really cool. For doing something right, this game looks cool. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna read the description because I won't do it justice. It's the story of a young woman named Kay, lost in a flooded urban landscape and plagued by monsters. Um, and yeah, I kind of want to play this video for you, but I maybe we'll do that after the show. Okay. Um, but I'm probably gonna buy this one. It's only it's gonna be like a twenty dollar game or less. All right. Sea of Solitude. All right. First person, third person, indie, eight bit, sixteen bit. No, it's not. It's like a artsy, but it's not. It's not. It's a. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's full three D. We'll check it out here in a minute. Um, so check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com. That is the button smashers, not butt smashers. The button. I kind of want to buy that URL though. I know, me too. Don't buy the URL, or if you do. Let us know. Let us know, and then we'll tell you where to redirect it. Yes. And until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. Always punch them.